What's up, everybody? Johnny English here with another Broken Man podcast. Yes, uh, two weeks in a row now. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> we actually got it together and we're going to do another show. So, uh, pretty happy with myself. But honestly, God's not going to let me sleep till I do this. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's not because of me. I can guarantee that. Nothing is because of me. Nothing I do, nothing I've ever accomplished is just because of me. You know, and, and I think... A lot of us need to take a step back and look at that and understand that, you know, God bails us out of a lot of sticky situations, a lot of sticky situations. There's a lot of things going on in my life, and I'm sure all of you have a lot of things going on in your lives as well. And hopefully, hopefully soon, we don't have to worry about all of those troubles and all of those aches and pains and and sicknesses and the world around us, the sin, just the sin alone. You know, hopefully we all get to go home soon. And I hope to see each and every one of you in heaven someday and be able to congregate and worship our Lord together as one. So the reason behind this show is God kind of, I've, I've had a, I wouldn't say a bad weekend, but I did, I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing this weekend. I didn't go out and shoot uh, photos or videos or nothing like that. I, I just, I, I, <laughs> you know, I, God's not going to let me do that either. He's not going to let me do that. He's not going to let me sleep. He's not going to let me do anything until I f- do what it is that he's stuck in my head and wanted me to get out. So that's what I'm going to do. Finally, I wait till the end of the weekend, of course, where I can't, you know, enjoy any time. Uh, but that's fine. You know, hey, as long as I get it out, that's 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 what matters. But again, I you know, I'm known for rebelling against God and he spanks me and 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 uh <laughs> he puts it down where, you know, hey, I I you know, you're gonna do it whether you like it or not. You're my child now. You gave your heart to Jesus, and now you are one of my family. And when I need you to do something, you're going to do it, whether you like it or not. So <laughs> that's that's what we're doing today. But anyway, uh, real quick, and I think I'll probably do this if I do if I can manage to do this on a weekly basis again. Um, I think well, I'm going to try to catch you guys up, maybe on some prophecy stuff or some news. And I, you know, I might not go into major detail because that's usually not what I'm led to do or talk about so but but I'll just kind of mention it maybe in passing maybe stories you haven't heard about you know because some of the stuff is exciting and uh, sometimes world news comes around and um some people some of us will see what it means in real life not just we don't see the face value we look deeper into it sometimes that's a bad thing but for the most part you know it it keeps us updated we we kind of know what's going on so um, I don't know if you've heard about the red heifers being delivered to Israel. If you know anything about that prophecy, um, there has to be a red heifer sacrifice before, I believe if I'm not mistaken, before the third temple, before the temple could be built, rebuilt, I guess you could say, this heifer would have to be sacrificed. And it has to be a certain kind of red heifer. It has to be two years old. It has to be completely perfect, no gray hairs, no other colored hairs. I mean, there's a lot of different things going on. I'm not going to go into detail. Look it up for yourself. But the red heifer 
uh, it, cow, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about a cow. It has to be perfect in every way and has to be approved before they can actually do this. And it, it's to, uh, it's their, it, it's, it's the Jews that don't believe in Jesus. Um, they don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. They believe the Messiah is to come because they also believe, I believe it's the 10th heifer. I believe it's the 10th one signals the coming of their Messiah. So, you know, they're the Jewish people that still believe in all that. Um, eventually their eyes will be open right now. They're blind. Okay. So just to understand that these, uh, the Jewish people are blind to Jesus. So you have to understand that. So don't hate them and don't be mad at them. And, um, we're not supposed to hate or be mad at people, you know, anyway, but it, you know, sometimes it's hard if you're, you're, some of the diehards, you know, the diehards that love Jesus and, and they get mad when people, you know, and they want to argue and stuff like that. But don't do that. Uh, just keep praying for them. Keep praying for the land of Israel and for everyone all over the world because there's so many people out there that need prayers right now. So much going on in the world. It's, it's coming out. It's just like 3D. It's popping out. The prophecies are just popping out now. So we got the Red Heifer story. Uh, five were delivered, I believe, to Israel. Uh, they're not quite two years old yet. They're only maybe a year old or uh, 15 months old or something like that. They can't be checked properly until they turn two years old. So look at look for that in the coming months. So again, that's just stuff that's being set up for later down the road. Just like the last show when I was talking to you about the uh, possible one world religion, you're seeing the ground floor being built right now. With the with with old Pope Francis, with old Francis and uh, Muhammad, uh, this guy from the UAE. If you haven't listened to that podcast, please go back and listen. Is uh, ironically episode number thirty three. <laughs> it's uh, I didn't realize that until I already uploaded it. So uh, if you know what that, if anyway, I'm not going to go into that. I'm just I'm not going to go into the thirty three thing. But but anyway, uh, so you got the red heifer story. You also have. Uh, stories, Russia is recruiting, or not recruiting, they're actually drafting large amounts of people. They're not allowing certain ages to leave the country, a very wide swath of ages. They're not allowed to leave the country, apparently. And also, supposedly, Putin has disappeared into some retreat because people are protesting the draft over there. And, uh, if you've been under a rock, maybe you haven't heard about the Ukraine thing that they they invaded Ukraine, but that's been a whole you know you that that thing can go about eighteen different ways. Whether it's planned, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. It, it. it we'll save that maybe for another time. But anyway, um, that's happening in Russia, so they're getting ready to amass this giant, you know, a bit a much bigger army than they already have. So things are starting to look. Very, very strange, even more strange. If you thought the last two years were crazy, just wait. You ain't seen nothing yet. It is about to get funky out there. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's getting funky. We're just now starting to see shortages. Uh, well, not just now, but we're starting to see the bigger shortages across the world, especially in the third world countries. United States, we're starting to see it now. I work in the transportation industry, and we are seeing a major, major drop-off in freight, which is incredibly strange. 
Um, but I've been keeping track of the ship movements and the cargo vessels coming into the ports, and there are hardly any. Compared to what's normally coming in on down in L.A. and up in uh, Seattle, and I think there's another San Francisco, there's just nothing coming in from China. There's very, very few ships. Then if you go over to China, if you go over to the China coast, there are thousands and thousands of ships just sitting doing nothing. There was another story that came out today that China is supposedly um, basically taking over these cargo vessels and turning them into or planning on using them as military ships. So that's one explanation as to why. We're not seeing anything coming over. They don't have them available. They're going to use them for military. They're getting ready for a war. It seems like everyone's getting ready for war. If you look around, everything everything is leading in that direction. The, the, the last or a major world war or possibly the last major world war, it seems everyone is getting ready. All the major countries. You see a lot of things going on in Iran right now. There's protesters going on, which they're probably all dead by now. If you know anything about the uh, Iranian government, they're going to take those people out. They're just going to take them out. They're not, they're not going to be able to overthrow. There were rumors that they were being overthrown, but uh, that ain't going to happen. That, that's, it's just not going to happen. There were also rumors of a China coup going on that the president was under house arrest and uh, I guess a bunch of flights got canceled, trains were canceled, and, and all these different things were canceled going into um, uh, going into the capital, I believe. And and you know, but that again, rumors, 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 rumors. Remember rumors of wars? You know, it's in the Bible. If you just look, all this stuff has been predicted two thousand over two thousand years ago. It's it's all there. It's all been there the whole time. We just choose to ignore it. But those are just a few things to catch you up as to what's going on in the world today, how close we are getting. We're getting close to Jesus coming back and taking us home. And I hope those of you that are not saved, those of you have that have not accepted Christ, accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and uh, because he's, that's what he was here for. That's, that's the, the only purpose for Jesus Christ walking this earth was because we are just such horrible people. We're just horrible people. The human race is just fallible. We are nowhere close to perfect. The Jews couldn't even keep the law. God had the law, the Old Testament law, the first covenant, and threw it out there and said, okay, you want to do, you want to be my children. You want to do this. Here's the rules. They couldn't keep them. God's chosen people couldn't keep those rules. And then he offers the final hope. He sends Jesus, who was beaten, bloodied, uh, tortured, and hung on that cross and died for us. For every sin that you ever committed, ever will commit, from the time you were born to the time you die. And people still reject him. People still reject that. They refuse. They are so full of themselves, and they are so full of the world, and they want everything that the world has to offer and none of what God wants to give them. 
Well, I take that back. They do want everything. They want God's stuff too. They want to be able to go out and have sex and drink and do drugs and, and do all of these different things. They want to be able to do all that stuff and get into heaven as well. If you've ever watched that horrible, horrible movie, I believe it's The End is Near or something, or This is the End. This is the End. It was one of those Seth Rogen and his whole crew, you know, his whole, all his crew. Um, they got together and made this just nasty, nasty movie. And it was, it was a parody, basically, of the rapture. It, it was just a parody. And it was just a, the most disgusting movie ever, which doesn't surprise me, considering who these people are and where they came from and what they do. They, they laugh and mock God on a, on a daily basis, probably hourly. And then they came out with this movie, and it was just a mockery. And these people are all going to understand one day. They're all going to have to stand just, or kneel, I should say. They're all going to be on their knees, and they're all going to have to admit that Jesus is who he says he is. One day. Just like me, just like you, all of us. No matter how much money you had, no matter how many women or many men or many boats or cars or houses or how popular you were, how many movies you made, doesn't matter. You're going to be on your knees just like me, just like you, just like my neighbor, just like the people I work for, just like the people I work with. All of us are going to have to be on our knees and we're all going to admit that Jesus is God. We're all going to have to do it. They're going to have to do it too. They just don't know yet. Well, they probably know. They're just trying to get as much people, push as many people away from God and out of the kingdom as possible. You know, maybe they're jealous. Maybe they, they want heaven to be really small and, you know, unpopulated. Maybe that's the whole purpose. Just to get into the meat of this particular episode, I'll try not to keep it too long. I, I, it seems like the shorter they are, maybe the more people will listen, because I know I have a short attention span myself. The shorter a video on YouTube or something, the more chances I'll watch it. So God's kind of led me towards Romans, and I keep seeing it pop up. Romans this, Romans that, YouTube videos, whatever. And, and I just I figured, okay, okay, I'm going to read it. I actually listened to it. I actually found a cool feature on my Pure Bible Search software. It actually, on the web version, you can play the audio. So it reads whatever, uh, whichever Bible you chose, it'll read it in that language. So I listened to it while my I've been having major back problems. So I'm laying on the floor and I'm trying to ease the pain and stuff like that. So I'm sitting there listening to Romans while I'm doing all that, trying to relax and trying to, you know, not be so tense. And um, there's some interesting things in Romans. I, I'm, I'm sure I've read it before or parts of it before, but I've never read the entire book of Romans. And I, and I read it, you know, listen to it, I should say, which is the same as reading. If you're listening to it, you're reading it. You don't have to sit there and hold it and read it with your eyes. You can listen to it. Same thing. Um, and, and hopefully I'm going to do that in the future. I'm going to try to listen to the entire Bible that way. Romans, of course, is Paul's letters to the, a letter to the Romans. 
And, you know, I, I need to do more research on that. And, you know, I want to do more research on, on who wrote what, who are they meant, who it meant, who it was meant for and who it wasn't meant for. Not that that necessarily matters as much. Sometimes it matters because of context, but I think the Bible is written for all of us. I, I think we're going to get what we get out of it. I think God will open your eyes to what you need to understand out of it. I think personally, that's just my personal opinion. I could be wrong. So we're just going to, we're, we're just going to hit uh, Romans chapter one. Okay. And towards the end of the chapter, uh, first, first thing right out of the box or right away, and it's not necessarily because of the verse itself, but uh, the word, the word in the verse or one of the words in the verse uh so it's chapter uh, chapter one verse eight uh, eighteen, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Now, it's, uh, the the word I'm looking at is righteousness, and something else that I kind of learned or understand now. It's kind of like the once saved always saved thing. A lot of, uh, you know, at least me, per, and I can only speak for myself, obviously. I can't speak for you or anyone else. But the word righteous, I think we have a hard time putting that label on ourselves. Because, and the thing about it is, uh, God considers you righteous if, you know, the first covenant, the Old Testament, if you followed the law, you were righteous. You were considered a righteous man, Right? So wouldn't that, if you're saved, if you believe in Jesus Christ and he's your savior and you believe he died for your sins and rose again on the third day and is coming back for you, wouldn't that make you righteous? Because that's what you have to do to get into heaven. I mean, that's, that's the only way to heaven. That's the only way to God is through his son, Jesus, right? So you are a righteous person. Now, it doesn't mean that you act that way. Because I know I don't for not even close, but I even had a hard time labeling myself that way because of the way I act, because of the way I am on, on a daily basis. And I think there's probably some of you out there that think the same thing, or maybe you didn't understand it. If you're, so if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are righteous. You are a righteous person. Now, you might not always act that way, and you surely don't want to act self-righteous. That's bad. Self-righteousness is bad. Being aware, too aware of your righteousness is bad. But just understand when you're reading the Bible and you're looking at these words, righteous or unrighteousness, you've got to understand what it really means. You believe in Jesus, you're a righteous person. Okay, so let's get that out of the way. So next time you're reading the Bible and if you're thinking about it, yeah, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you get to go around... Th- acting better than anybody because you're not absolutely 100% you're not I know I'm not not even close so what I wanted to get into uh, Romans Romans is telling us exactly what's going on and why God has handed over these people the if you wonder if you if you scratch your head sometimes and wonder why are people acting the way they're acting well it's because God finally he's letting them he's giving them up and letting them do this, it's the same thing with me. The whole whole reason I'm here alone in Texas, you know, and the whole reason my marriage, my third marriage broke up and, and, and the other marriages broke up and, 
you know, all the, you know, is because of me being stupid and God just gave me up. You know, I, 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 I didn't do what I was supposed to do. God had given me a plan. And every time that I screwed up that plan, he gave me another plan. And he bailed me out, and he gave me another plan. And he bailed me out, and he gave me another plan. And I kept screwing it up, and I kept getting myself deeper and deeper and deeper. And he let it happen. He's, he's going to chat, you know, hey, he chaps my eye. You know, he, he's, he's spanking, whatever you want to call it, spanking. You know, that's what God does. You want to keep ignoring God, you're going to keep suffering the consequences. That's what's going on in the world. That's what's going on with the people, the crazy people in this country. These liberals, these ultra-left people, these people that just are disgusting, these pedophiles, just human trash. That's what they're acting like. They're just acting like trash. And they think that's good. They think that's better than anything else. They think they're better than everyone else because they're quote-unquote free. They're free. They've got freedom, sexual freedom, and this freedom, and that freedom. No. No, you're not free. You are a slave to sin. And God is allowing you to remain a slave. The same way he allowed the Jews to be slaves and to wander around in the desert. It's the same thing. You keep fighting God, he's going to let you go. He's going to give you enough rope for you to hang yourself. And we deserve it because we don't listen. That's why we need Jesus. The whole point of Jesus is because we're that stupid. We are really that stupid. So let's start with verse 22. And it's 22 all the way to the end of the, uh, end of the uh, chapter. So verse 22 through 32. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. How many of these smart scientists, professors, all these people out here that they think they're so smart because they got this education and, you know, education from some college, some liberal car college somewhere that doesn't believe in God. They all threw God out of the colleges years and years ago. He's gone. Unless you go to an actual Bible college, you're not going to hear about the Bible. You're not going to hear about God. All you're going to hear about is all this garbage of theories that they can't prove, by the way. None, none of the theories are provable. They can't prove the Big Bang. They can't prove uh, pretty much anything, any of the theories. If it has the word theory on the end of it, they can't prove it because that's the whole reason for the name theory. The word theory <laughs> literally means, you know, not prove. We haven't proved it yet quote unquote, yet, but it's the truth, you know? And then they, they have the audacity to laugh at us for what we believe. And we've got more proof about biblical stories than they'll ever have on the, in their physics. Once it gets beyond basic physics, it's all theory. It's all theory. The whole quantum thing and this... <laughs> They got stuff going on. They have no idea why it happens, and they but they just so they just make something up. They can't explain it, so they'll just make something up. They think math is everything. 
So anyway, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. That's what I'm talking about. Instead of believing God, instead of giving God credit, they make up their own idols. They make up their own images and they make up their own things using everything in the world except for God. They'll use everything to explain something except for God. Uh, Verse 24, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is also uh, that which is against nature, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. Sound like what's been going on in the last few years? Men with men, women with women, women trying to be men, men trying to be women. I used to follow wrestling, professional wrestling, uh, back in the day. I was a huge wrestling fan. And back then, the women were women. They looked like women. I mean, they were, you know, they were all gussied up, as they say. (laughs) Tons of makeup, artificial body parts, you know, but at least they were still female body parts. Uh, have you looked at some of the women wrestlers today? Has any of you actually looked at some of these, these women? They have more muscles than most of the men. I mean, they're ripped, you know, it's just, it ain't, it's not a good look. It just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And God is just saying, Hey, you want to be that way? You guys want to do this? Go ahead. Go ahead. But you also get to take care of all the, you get to have all the problems that come along with all this. You get to enjoy all the issues that are, that are about to break loose when you're doing this stuff. You guys want to be disgusting. You want to be vile and you want to to completely live in abomination. Well, then you get to deal with all the problems that arise with that too. And a lot of them are. There's a lot of problems and women are trying to take hormones to be men and to have, to be stronger and faster because women, some of these women, they just cannot get over the fact that men are just physically built to do certain things better. Just like women are physically built to do certain things better than men. And a man and a woman are supposed to work as a team to raise a family, live for God, They each have roles to play. One is not more important than the other. The man is given the role as the head to take control because men are more level-headed, as unemotional, not as emotional, I guess, as women, probably. That's just my theory. When we get to heaven, we can ask God, and he'll tell us the truth. But women have their advantages as well. And women just completely, these women, these feminists, 
and the and these people that just don't un, just don't get it that there's a lot of things women can do that men can't do. And now these men want to do that. They think they well, there's men out here that think they can really give birth through other areas of their body. They honestly believe that. They're that crazy. And God is giving these people up to their reprobate mind. They're, these people are just gone. They're lost. They're so lost, and we should all pray for them. It's hard to do that. But some of these people will absolutely refuse to ever believe in God. They're not going to be saved, unfortunately, and they're going to have to spend eternity in hell with Satan and his minion. And it's sad. It really is sad. I remember back in the day that men were proud of being men and women were proud of being women. Now, there were some men that weren't as manly as some men, and there were some women that weren't as dainty and feminine as some women. That's just the way things are. And there is some of us that would have to work hard to get to that level. Some, some men were born naturally with gifts that some of them, guys like me were not born with, and we'd have to work 10 times harder just to achieve part of that. And that's just the way it is. This is something we have to deal with. It's life. We can't pick and choose our DNA. But just because you're not happy with, okay, well, I kind of make a sucky woman, but I'll make a better man. No, you won't. It won't make you happy. That's why there is a over 40% suicide rate of these people that change their genders. Eventually, they end up killing themselves because they realize that wasn't what was wrong with them the entire time. What was missing, that giant hole in their chest and, and heart and life and soul is God. That's what was missing. Jesus was missing from their life. That's what it was. And you got somebody like me who didn't raise their kids that way, you know, for the most part. And now I've got to sit back and watch my kids being lost. And it's, it hurts. And you try to do what you can to, to make up for that, but you never will. You will never make up for that. So I am telling you right now, if you have small children, you got to raise them in a church. you got to raise them right and pay attention to them. Don't do like me. Don't be like me. This, one of the points of this podcast is, is not to tell you about my life, is to warn you not to be like me. Accept Jesus. Live for him as best you possibly can. You will never be perfect. You will never be able to do it 100%. But you just keep trying and digging and digging. And do it for Jesus. Because trust me, you don't want to be in the situation that I'm in or a lot of these other people are uh, that have fallen and gotten back up, fallen and gotten back up. The best thing is try not to fall. You will fall. But if you try really, really hard, you won't fall nearly as much or nearly as hard. So picking back up, verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, just like I said, to do these, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, uh, whispers, whispers. 
backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things. <laughs> How many are those out there? Uh, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection. How many people do you know out there, these kids out there, have no natural affection? None. None. They're like drones. They're like robots. And it's sad. And, and there's adults like that, too. Don't get me wrong. Just no natural affection whatsoever. It is so alarming. And it's happening more and more. Uh, implaceable, unmerciful, and again, unmerciful as well. They don't care. Remember the videos of the kids knocking the old people out and stuff like They just don't care. Satan is, is in control of this world, and, and Jesus can't come back fast enough in my eyes. Uh, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So they, they're happy. They're, 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 they're actually proud of being anti-God. They're proud of following Satan. Have you seen that as well? Look out there. All you have to do is look around. They're proud of it. The symbols are all these symbols, the Illuminati symbols, and uh, all the different Satan worshiping and all that. All those symbols are out in the open. There is no more hiding this stuff. It's all out in the open. If you can't see it, you are severely blind. Or maybe you just keep to yourself, you praise God, and you do what you can, and you know you're lucky. In that respect, you're lucky if you're not on social media or uh, you don't watch movies and, you know, stuff like that. You just kind of stick to yourself. You're a small little circle of influential friends that love Jesus. You're lucky. You are lucky. But this stuff is around us, and it's getting worse and worse and worse over the last few years. It's gotten really, really bad. You know, almost two years of people being locked down and not being able to do stuff, and they just sit on the computer just posting and posting, and posting. that's the, all the life they had for the last couple of years. You know, and, and it's just, you, you people, you have to open your eyes. And I know a lot of you are like, well, so what? I'm saved. It doesn't matter. I'm good. Yeah, but don't you feel? I mean, you need to warn, we need to warn other people. We still have to give them a chance. It's still our responsibility as Christians or, or as believers in Christ to tell people, here's something I am not proud of. The other day, I had this urge to uh, witness to this man, this homeless man. And I had it all in my head. I was going to say something. And uh, got up to it and completely didn't do it. I had people behind me and stuff, and so I could use the excuse that I felt rushed and I felt nervous and, and all that, but I just failed. I just completely 100% failed. So I can get on here and talk to you guys because nobody can look at me. Nobody can see me. You guys just, you know, what few people actually listen to these podcasts, you're not staring at me. I'm not in a big hurry. I can do this whenever I want to do it. At my convenience, I can do these shows and post them. When, you know, I've gone six, seven, eight months without posting a show. But when I'm face-to-face face face with somebody, it's hard. It's hard. It's really, really hard for me. And I want to be one of those people that can easily just talk about it and, and uh, feel it. Not to, not to impress people, because there are people out there that do it like that. 
you know, just like there's people that act up in church. And they act like they've got the Holy Spirit and they flop around on the floor. I, I was raised in that stuff. I've seen it. I've seen the hypocrisy. Trust me, I've seen it. And it ha- that hypocrisy has done exactly what it was designed to do and driven people away from the church. And now you've got very minimal people going to churches anymore unless you go to the, you know, the flamboyant churches now that it's like a rock concert because that's the only way they can get people to come. They're not preaching the Word of God. They'll take bits and pieces out or they use the NIV or they'll use a Bible that's had thousands of verses removed. And there's Christians even today that say that doesn't matter, that it's not removing the actual Word of God. But if you actually do the research, there's actually somebody just did a video on it. And I was looking at it, I was like, oh, wow, that is different. (laughs) They definitely made a difference. And though, but those little small differences, the, the little small things that they take out, to you it might not make a difference because you already know because you've already seen the old text. But what about somebody new who's got questions? What about somebody who just uh, is curious and they never read the Bible and they don't know what it's supposed to say? And they just take it for face value that, oh, yeah, that's, oh, okay. And then they never actually are converted because of it. They, they don't actually give their life to Jesus. They're giving their life to something else. They think this prosperity gospel that's being preached out here by guys like Joel Osteen, they follow them and they think they're saved. Or they join Catholicism. They're, they become Catholic and they think they just follow the Catholic uh, pagan religion, and they think they're saved just based off following the rituals. You know, there's a lot of things I don't think we think about. I think there's a lot of us that miss that. We forget about small little changes can make a big difference later on. So, anyway, that's all I'm going to talk to you guys about today. So, Romans 1. Uh, God's given over everybody over to the reprobate mind. I mean, it, it's it's around us. It's getting worse. Jesus is coming back soon. If you haven't accepted him, if you haven't thought about it, you need to seriously think about it because each and every one of my friends, family, especially my kids, I really hope and pray that everyone accepts Jesus and uh, we can all see each other in, you know, uh, in heaven someday. I hope we're all taken at the same time. I hope we're able to witness this. Um, I don't want to see anybody suffer what's coming in the tribulation and all that, but unfortunately, there are going to be millions and millions and millions die. There's going to be millions to suffer. There's going to be so much death, so much destruction because of Satan. And if you want to choose to follow that and follow that disgusting, vile creature, that's your choice. It's your choice. If you think what this world has to offer is better than what God has to offer, that's your choice. But I think you're wrong. And I think you're going to regret that decision. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the uh, downloads, and I really do appreciate it. The podcast is now available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I just submitted it to Amazon Music as well. So it should show up on Amazon Music 
and audacity until they kick me off. You know, eventually, <laughs> eventually, guys, like, eventually you're not going to be able to say this stuff. Eventually, get it while it's hot because you're not going to, eventually this stuff is going to be made illegal. Trust me, it's coming. It's coming. So anyway, thanks for listening. We'll catch you again real, real soon with another show. I'll come up with something hopefully for next weekend. It'd be awesome if I could do another three weeks in a row. Dare I? <laughs>